What's good, good people? You are now tuned in to the We Can Go Far podcast. Today, I have a special friend. My friend Fatima is on with us today, and we're going to be talking about how we can go far. Uh, Fatima, you can go ahead and introduce yourself to the people. Let them know who you are, where you're from, and what you got going on in your life today. So my name is Fatima. I'm from Los Angeles, California. Um, and in terms of what I'm doing right now, um, I'm a fresh graduate from college, I guess. Got my bachelor's. Um, and But right now we are obviously currently in a pandemic. So I've really just been chilling and letting the universe talk to me and kind of figure out what it is that I want to get myself into. Luckily, um, it's been very, like a very rest period for me in terms of like just getting myself together and really just listening to myself. Although I'm not in the ideal environment that I would love to be in. Um, mm -hmm. I'm really just trying to take time to just hear myself out and hear out, you know, what God is saying to me and what my next journey is. Um, so yeah, definitely. Uh, same sounds like the same position I'm in right now too, is I feel like right now, uh, I'm kind of being forced to just focus on the things I can do in these moments, which like right. is utilize the tools I can to create, you know, that that includes this podcast, um, you know, the music and everything else. So um, I'm definitely in that same space right now, just trying to figure out like what my next moves are uh, and just trying to make steps every day towards, you know, the overall vision. So. All right. All right. And so. You're a good friend of mine. I'm, I'm sure you already know what this whole thing is about. We're going to go straight into it. We want to talk about what going far means to you and, you know, what that looks like. So when you hear the term going far, what comes to mind for you? Hmm. When I hear the term going far, I mean, it, to me, it means just really pushing yourself and pushing your capabilities, your sense of self, whatever it is, everything about you to like the furthest extent that it could be um, pushed. Uh, I think that also too, is just means like the sky isn't the limit and you have to keep going and have to keep searching and have to keep um, doing what you gotta do. Um, and even in that journey, sometimes, you know, things happen for sure. <laughs> yeah things happen um and it's just in terms of having that ability to bounce back and you know make have that moment and exist in that you know that moment of failure but know that that's not like the period to your senses full of commas and you just got to keep going um that's kind of what i think about when i hear about going far so yeah got you got you yeah, well, um, you know, we have our acronym for FAR, which is Foundation Awareness and Resilience. And so uh, I like to utilize this platform to help other people identify what those things may be for them uh, by sharing other people's stories and sharing their insights on what that means for them. Um, okay. So let's start with foundation. When you hear the word foundation, you know, what does that mean for you? And kind of talk about, you know, what your foundation has been uh, up until this point in your life. Hmm. I like these questions, you know, they're kind of deep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it's, it's, um, it's, you know, you could go either way with it. You could be like super surface level with it or you could go real deep. So it's really wherever you want to go with it. Right. Um, 
So for me, when I hear foundation, I kind of think of origin. Um, you think of a plant, mm. you think of its roots. Mm-hmm. Um, and so for me, I think that my foundation, well, I don't think my foundation is really about like, I guess my family and like where they're from. My parents are from Africa. Um, they came from Sierra Leone and, um, what that has been like for my reality has just really been grounding and trying to emphasize the importance of education just because, you know, being a foreign entity coming to this country, there's not a lot of opportunities readily available to um, to people who are perceived as quote unquote foreigners. And so Mm. for me, my reality growing up was really just about make sure you're focusing in school, make sure you're reading your books, make sure you're top of your class. And that's how basically that, pressure that consistent pressure was what my foundation um looked like um and and not only that but it kind of like interfered with like my my traditions how i greeted people and things like that and um how i interacted with other people and so i i think that that has been a very instrumental part of me also to like my family life and the dynamic that's going on within my household has also been a very um, instrumental part of me. Um, and just the good and the bad. So yeah, I think that's just what a foundation is just accepting what, what you are or where you come from, what, what you are. Um, and then the next step, I guess is, being aware of what that identity can do to you. I definitely agree with you on the foundation thing. It definitely, uh, definitely ties to, you know, every, everybody has a different definition of their foundation. You know, it's, it's either, you know, your family, it could be your religion, it could be your education, your support Mm. system. And so I think it definitely does, uh, it represents, or it is, you know, that, um, starting point that you use to navigate throughout the rest of your journey. So, right. Yeah. Or at least one of those starting points. So, um, on to awareness. So when, when we talk about awareness, um, there's two sides of this conversation that, that I like to, uh, get into, which is, you know, what things do you need to be aware of in terms of your pursuit of success, your, your career interests? Um, and then the other side is, um, about self-awareness, like, what what comes to mind when you hear the word awareness and in in the context of both sides of the conversation like you know okay your your career interests like what what things do you need to be aware of how do you need to be what does what does your awareness look like what things are you being conscious of and then for self-awareness kind of like talk about what that looks like for you with that process because i know that's an ongoing process of like learning about yourself and understanding yourself going right through certain thoughts and being with their thoughts. Um, so yeah, talk about that a little bit. Okay. So in terms of the awareness of like going on like a path of a career and whatnot, um, I felt like for me and my story that consisted of going to college, Mm -hmm. unfortunately, um, (laughs) uh, yeah, it consisted of going to college. I was very intentional about like where I was going, how far away I was going to be, because I definitely wanted to distance myself from my foundation. Not that it was horrible, but I just felt like there were just a lot of things within my upbringing, um, that did not allow me to really think for myself and like think about myself and like prioritize those type of feelings. Um, Mm. So 
when I went, when I chose my college and I chose what I wanted to go and where I wanted to be at, I wanted to make sure that I was as far away as possible from any and everybody. Um, that was in my family. Cause I just wanted to have an opportunity to just be myself somewhere else and just start my own life somewhere else. Um, and I, obviously you, you being a friend of mine, you, you can see how instrumental that space was, but yeah, that awareness was just definitely, I knew that I was being very coddled and like very protected and um, sh like shielded from what the world really looked like. And I kind of just wanted to experience that for myself without having somebody being like, you don't know anything. I'm your mother. I'm your dad. And ah, so, mm -hmm. um, which was cool. Um, but then I, I can't talk about my awareness journey without talking about my self-awareness because that is just like the more, I think, important part of my awareness and how I see, how I identify with my awareness. Um, and so uh, what did I do? When I went to college, I definitely tried to like string it out, and, you know, do things my way and kind of like, you know, just be raunchy and wild and, you know, figure things out and go with the flow and see how that went. But then my mental health, you know, she caught up with me real quick. Um, mm. And so yeah and when that happened this is the thing when you're living your life um in a in a foundation that's very or in a reality or an environment that's very um familiar to you and you take yourself out of that place and you go somewhere else there's a lot of demons that people don't talk about that kind of kind of pop up and for me when i went to college like that was my moment my first my freshman year of college i kind of like started spazzing out like i didn't really know how to really adapt and kind of like be this new person in this new space where it's not like I'm the top or I'm the best. It's like everybody is the top and the best. And you have to compete with that kind of, you know, um, situation, but that, in, that all of that kind of just definitely shut up like a lesson and just showing you that that's how the world, the real world is. And how like, you know, I would love to like, in my like mode of success or like what I want to be when I grow up or <laughs> you know, I'm grown up currently or whatever. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but like, you know, right. It'd be, hit, right. it'd be hitting me like every day. I'm like, Oh wait, like, I'm so, I, I am. am getting old. <laughs> yeah. Um, like, but yeah, in my ideal sense of space and like my ideal career, I want to be like amongst the, the best of the best. And I want to be amongst a group of people who are actually, you know, very intelligent and very smart. And so, me going through those little like obstacles in that moment was just it's, it's very pivotal to my success story years to come and i know i know that it will be um but yeah i definitely had to get myself into therapy um and for my whole entire college experience off and on though not consistently i definitely um saw therapists kind of talk through those parts of my foundation that were a little rough um and a little hard and, you know, things that might be perceived as tradition and customs, but are definitely deteriorating to like your mental health and your sense of self and who you are and what you're doing in the world. And I'm proud to say that it was a very um, beautiful experience for me, which is why I'm always advocating for people to just, you know, take the time to learn who you are, learn what you can do, learn your capabilities. Cause I just feel as though like knowing that much of you and knowing yourself like to that extent, it's so important to like being a, a practical and a living being in the world. Like I can't even like, I don't, I regret, I don't, I don't have much regrets, 
But that, my experience with therapy, in the beginning, I was definitely like, girl, I don't want to talk about my feelings at all. Don't ask me nothing. I don't want to cry. You make me cry, I'm walking out. Um, But getting into my vulnerability and just being practical and realistic with myself was um, just a beautiful part of my self-awareness journey that I think is just definitely going to speak volumes to like my awareness in general and what and whatever path I choose to go to. I know that was a very long response, but I definitely just wanted to emphasize that my self-awareness and self-love and just taking care of myself just cuz I I feel like I've been neglected so like so many times in the past. Um which is very important to me within that th- those little 4 years <laughs> I needed that I needed to be selfish and I needed to just take care of me. Um cuz now I'm back Sure. And it's just like, damn. <laughs> it's like, damn. Yeah, no, I, I, I understand. I, I mean, and you know, your, your, your response wasn't like long. It was like necessary, you know, because a lot of people are probably going through the same thing and really trying to understand what that even looks like. What is, what is like? Try to explain a little bit more. Like, what does. What does it look like for you, like when you're getting to know yourself or trying to learn about yourself? Like what what is that? Try to paint that picture for the people out there who maybe, you know, don't know what that looks like or don't even know where to start right. to find out about themselves. Right. Um, so I would like to say, so I guess in the beginning, like when I realized something was not like not there's okay, so there's nothing wrong with you, but there are things that happen that like actions that we take as human beings that are representative of something like a larger issue or not. I don't want to say an issue, but uh, let's just say if there's a, there's something missing. There's something void that you need to obviously like either revisit, take care of. And when I first started, um, not even when I first started, but like even like my last year of high school, I really struggled with anxiety. Like, whoo, Man, I used to have, like, these really big panic attacks, like, in the middle of nowhere, like, just tripping. And my mom, like, they would call my mom to come get me. My mom would be like, oh, nothing's wrong with her. Why would you guys call me? <laughs> and I would just be like, what? She's like, oh, and she'll call me. She's like, Timmy, you know I'm at work. And that's the thing, too. Like, she'll be like, Timmy, you know I'm at work. Like, you, don't, I, you can't call me for things like this unless you're, like, dying. And I'm like, well, you know, I'm pretty much feeling like I'm dying. My heart is beating really fast and my head's feeling light. But she's just like, you know, you have to like be more in control of that. And, you know, I inter- like not to say my mom is a bad mom. No, she was prioritizing like being at work and you know, handling business and whatnot. Um, but just like there were occurrences of my mental health that, that were very unclear. And like my child has anxiety. My mom was just like, no, you know, I'm going to pray that out of you. I'm going to ask God, you know, that he, you know, heals you from whatever you got going on. But now, four years later, my mom is just like, yeah, I have anxiety. I have anxiety all the time. Anyways, I digress. But anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, anyways, but that's, a, but again, my awareness ended up being very, like, it was like a, I don't know how to explain, like a catapult reaction where like I became aware. So people mm. around me started to become aware of themselves because I wouldn't allow whatever they were saying to come out and, you know, disturb whatever I had going on. But anyways, back to what I was saying. Um, 
there are things that, that kind of make appearances in your life that kind of just make you know that, hey, there's something wrong. I need to address it, whether it be talking, whether it be revisiting those moments, whatever. And so for like for me, I think it was I had a QTM class and this is statistics and I got my first test. And when I tell you that when I was I was in lecture all the time on time. Uh, you know, in there learning <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and whatnot. And when I got my first test back, man, I had like, I don't even remember what the score was, but I automatically felt like crap. Like I literally had a panic attack um, where people down the hallway had to come out there and get me out of the room. Like I was tweaking. I started throwing things, um, all kinds of situations. And so that to me, like me just wanting to smash and break things, me wanting to flip stuff over and be, you know, incredible Hulk kind of was telling me that I need to address these issues. Um, and so I think that that's what self-awareness is. It's like we have mistakes and we, we have mess, like we have fuck ups and it's, re it's, it's reality, but it's what you do with that fuck up and like that mistake and it's what really matters. And so for me, like, that was the point where I was like, okay, I think I need to go to therapy and talk through these emotions because obviously I'm, I'm being very volatile and violent. <laughs> um, which yeah. I had no problem with being at first. I feel like it made me a little gangster, but you know, no. <laughs> Things just make you look like you're actually crazy and you need to talk to somebody about it. I mean, and I don't yeah. even like to even use the word crazy, but yeah. And then after that, unfortunately, I had a very traumatic um, experience um, a year after that. Um, or so or I was I was assaulted, and so that was just a, a different situation where I didn't even know how to even come to terms with that, and so dealing with my PTSD with that situation opened up a whole pool of feelings that I don't even know. <sighs> I'm like I'm actually very proud of like my progress from that, but yeah, I was a mess, um, and I knew I was a mess, and the thing about it is that the the just the importance of self-awareness is just so important because it's like everybody around me i felt as though were, was witnessing my turmoil but was very hesitant about talking about it um <clears throat> very hesitant about talking about it and when some people did it was just very like very harsh and you know mean for somebody who's just been through like like, um, when you're going through a trauma, it's like, imagine you, that your heart fell out of your chest and someone's just stomping on it all the time, every day. Mm. Um, and so when you have, like, that's why when people are go undergoing trauma, the words that you choose, like, to address those type of people during their experiences, like, are words that they probably never will forget because it hurts. Like, they're at their, like, they're, they're at the ground. Um, and for me, I, I believe that it was, I think that it was April of, I want to say 20, was it 2019? I don't know what freaking year it was. Honestly, I'm not good with, with the years and months, but I realized that I was really, 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 really depressed. I was losing a lot of weight. I lost like 30 or 20 pounds, 20 to 30 pounds um, I, wow. within like a month. Wow. And my therapist was just looking at me and she was just like, girl, what are you going through? And I'm just like, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, I'm fine. She's yeah. like, no, you're not. And I'm like, I'm fine. Wow. I'm fine. Um, but after that day, I came like, and the thing about it too, it's just so funny because it's like that specific situation. She was looking at me and she was just like, you're not okay. Um, and started going off on me. Like, 
And really? like this, this is a therapy. Yeah. She was going off on me. Like, she's like, you're not okay. Something's wrong with you. Keep on being you're okay. Blah, blah, blah. You're like, losing weight. You're like hella skinny from the first time I ever met you. You used to be like hella thick. And now you're like a stick. And I'm just like, oh my God. <laughs> and then she goes, yeah, I think that I'm going to diagnose you with depression. And then it was winter break. And she's like, you can go home for the break and enjoy that. So I came home for winter break and I just knew I was depressed. And I, I, it was hard for me to be within mm. my space within my my home space knowing that I was depressed but knowing that you know people are anti like mental health lingo and gotcha it was just a very interesting experience so that's why I had to become more self-aware for myself I'm just like I cannot depend or rely on anybody else to make me feel good about me and I need to make sure that I'm good all the time so Mm. that's just going in depth a little bit um but yeah, just being aware of what's going on and how events, you know, trigger you. And it's, but you know, they, all these things kind of build towards each other, build on top of each other. So it's like your acronym and your, your business is, is, is spot on. That's why when I first heard the words, I was just like, this, this is actually, you know, you're doing something. Do you have any practices that you use today that kind of help you? stay on that path of you know knowing yourself and kind of like staying grounded do you have any like anything you do like do you journal do you like you know share that with some folks out there who might need that mm-hmm. um hmm i do a lot um my self-awareness and my self-grounding such like routine is an everyday situation um me taking a shower is, is self-love. Like, I really just make, like, my everything that I'm doing, every part of my routine feel like I have to find some part of it where it's making me feel better so that I could be able to do it and, I, and I'm replenishing myself. Um, but, yes, I do definitely journal. Um, not all the time. I, you know, it's, it's really crazy because when I was in Atlanta, you know, I'm really scared of thunderstorms. Maybe I'm a dog. I don't even know. But I'm afraid of thunderstorms. And it used to happen so frequently. And I wouldn't be able to sleep. So when those moments would happen, I'm just like, okay, I'm going to journal and talk about my feelings or whatever. And it's really crazy that you even brought up the journaling situation because I was reading my journal entries. And, bro, I could be a writer. Um, <laughs> but... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, um, journaling definitely helps. Um, reading books that, you know, talk about your whatever you're going through. I think that that's an issue too. We don't read as much as a generation, like actually read, like, yeah. for such, like, for, I'm, you know. I'm trying, I'm trying now. Like, I feel like throughout the whole, like, college experience, I was, I wanted to read so much stuff. Yeah, but, but you had so much so other shit to read. Yeah, all that bullshit. <laughs> So, so yeah. I'm, I'm trying to get up on my stuff now. No, like, reading. There's a few books that I want to get up on. Reading is is like key. Um, there's this book that I read. I forget the, the name, but I remember the author. It was Robin Norwood. It was called Women Who Love Too Much, and it talked about. I think so. Mm, my, I think my um my mom told me about that book. That book yep. is like trauma crack. Like if you oh, get. <laughs> No, I'm, honestly, no, seriously. Like, if you went through, yeah. like, whatever you went through, whatever, like, if you thought your your specific experience was just exclusive to you, honey, that book would tell you that you are not, <laughs> you're not weird, you're seen. Um, and it definitely just kind of talks through um, 
what that react like what what is like what is really going on with everybody else around you and it's not really you um and that's what that's one thing i had to also like re- like teach myself too is that yes things are happening to me but they aren't they aren't my fault um and when things mm-hmm. did happen and then we're at you know the result of me i took accountability of those things um but journaling and reading and you know taking my little walks my little hiatuses going to the beach you know if you're in a beachy state or taking a walk like yeah (laughs) (laughs) i had to i had to put that in there i'm like i forget i moved um but not permanently this is not permanent Uh -uh. um (laughs) um or taking a walk you know through the woods and just listening to nature and things like that um which is very ironic because people don't think that I'm a nature person, but I am. Um, yeah, I was about to say, I wouldn't get that from you, but all right, go ahead. <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, being in tune with nature because, you know, we are a part of nature. And so ultimately, yes, right. we could be, oh, I hate, you know, nature and stuff. I definitely don't swim, but, you know, I'll, I'll take a walk, you know, <laughs> I'll take yeah. a walk. Um, but, you know, just being in control of what is like trying to be in control as much as possible, but in a very healthy way. Um got you yeah yeah i think that that is a very nice way to say like i even have crystals in my space um Mm. i'm constantly putting lavender oil like on my pillow when i'm sleeping just to calm me down or there's different things that i put do throughout my day like i sage anywhere i'm going really but i'll be using sage Mm -hmm. like you know in the morning or at night before i go to bed to kind of just clear out the energy um, because unfortunately I am an empath and so I, I feel a lot. And so even with my traumatic experiences, they're like deeper than just like, oh, I got hit by a bus. It's like, damn, I know why that person hit me with a bus and it hurts. Um, mm. So I feel it a little bit more. Not that I've ever been hit with a bus, but I'm just saying like I feel things a little right. bit more. So I have to take care of myself a little more delicately, um, right. which is why like, I'm always advocating like for me being honest. So I'm trying to learn how to do that now. Um, yeah gotcha. so it's cute <laughs> gotcha 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 all right well <sighs> that leads into our next question i know that was like a lot on the awareness side but i know like i try to dig deep because a lot of people need that that piece um to even figure out all this stuff like all really all of this conversation is about awareness um when you look at it but right you know, um so when we talk about resilience like when when you hear that word, talk about what comes to mind and also um, talk about, you know, what obstacles you've had to overcome up until this point. Or you don't even have to go super into detail if you don't want to. You can talk about, you know, how have you been resilient up until this point in your life? Mm-hmm. Ooh, you know, I love I love that word resilience because <laughs> bouncing back is just like it's key we have to we have to bounce back i feel like some of us are like predisposition to having occurrences that you know are not in our favor that could be very disappointing um and just knowing how to bounce back why you should bounce back is 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 very important um and i wish i would have learned that i mean i did i knew of resilience like beforehand but like man when i went you know 
this I hate I hated my college experience. Let me just put that out there right now. I hated going to school, bro. But yeah. at the end of the day, I know that it's a blessing and like I could say proudly and very like I'm still shocked that I even graduated, but you know what I'm saying, whatever. Um trust me, I am <laughs> because like, because honestly, there was just so many like systemic ways that I could have failed and that mm -hmm. the faculty was trying to put on me. And so um, being wild, like being this fighter and being this, you know, this ghetto girl that they were, you know, trying to classify me as, which I don't even understand how they even work. But anyway, um, just trying to fight back with the stereotypes that were being placed onto me, um, mm -hmm. trying to fight back what people were saying about me, trying to fight back, you know, even my own um, different traumatic events that happened, you know, during my college experience or even prior to like, the traumatic experience that might have happened you know prior to going to school just the importance of bouncing back from that it does it doesn't happen like in 20 seconds it definitely doesn't it might take years <sighs> it takes a long time um but they definitely 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 shaped how i operate now um and just going into like, you know, mild detail, we talked about the school part. Yes, there were instances where I had academic advisors telling me that I need to drop out or that they were going to expel me. Really? Um, yeah, because I wasn't able to do certain things or like, yeah, I, I've experienced like, I don't even want to go like in on the school that we, you know, <laughs> yeah. I don't want to go in, but they did their thing to kind of, you know, shake me out. And um, <laughs> they had their moments. Um, so when, yeah, when I'm taking my break right now, it's like it's well-deserved because they really try to play me. Um, but even apart from that, like with the anxiety that I had or even with like, you know, the PTSD and things like that, like learning those things, like hearing that you have PTSD or hearing that you have some type of like mental health title um can make you feel like you know you're weird or like i don't know like at the when i heard it i was just so like i don't want to hear that like it, it, it makes yeah. it like I, I it's been so stigmatized to make you feel as though there's something wrong with you um yeah and which is very unfortunate but being able to be being able to understand where you come from being able to understand how that impacts what your reality is and knowing how to like navigate those experiences and still be a functional person in society to like as best as you can be like i feel like that is resilience like having these moments where yes i know that this is my life and this is what's going on and like things happen um i don't know and just being able to just be like I am bigger than this and I could conquer this and I could, you know, go through the steps. Like when I tell you that when I first was diagnosed with my PTSD, I was shook. <laughs> I was, sh I already knew that, but the funny thing is that I already knew that prior to going into there, that I, that that's what it was, but it kind of shook me that I was so aware of myself that I was able to even diagnose myself before I went to a psychiatrist to figure out what was really wrong with me. Um, and being able to like talk all those things out and talk about all my traumas and not have that affect me. Um, not that have that affect me in a bigger way than it, that it could have. Like, you know, I think that that's a blessing. Um, 
bouncing back you gotta bounce back bro like <laughs> i don't know how yeah. else to say it but it's just very <laughs> like i i really I'm, I'm i feel like i'm beating around the bush a little bit because i just feel like there's no way for me to explain it because i feel like it's it's, it's, it's definitely an out-of-body experience and sometimes it's very mm-hmm. hard to stomach you know situations that you're going through but being able to bounce back and come back 10 times stronger is um something to smile at than giving yeah. up and yeah yeah i've had so many semesters where like i could have sworn i was done like <laughs> i could have sworn i was like all right this is it Lord. everybody <laughs> look at me a certain way because I'm, I'm gonna lose all these scholarships i'm a all that work was for nothing and I was ready to go after my yeah. after my sophomore <laughs> year. I was looking to transfer. Yeah, I oh, freshman to, year, freshman year, first semester. I was ready. I was like, I wanted look to up the go other school. so <laughs> bad. I wanted to leave so 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 so. Like when I say so bad, like, I remember. <laughs> I remember so bad. I kind of even went to like just not even like in a suicidal way, but I really just wanted to disappear for a minute because like school was doing a lot and it was yeah. really like breaking me apart and even like the major that i was in like i congratulate all my friends all my you know all the people all the women who are in or people all the people of color who are in (laughs) the medical field or pursuing type of medical situation at the time i was pursuing um i was a pre-nursing major and that experience alone Whew, child. Yeah, I already know. <laughs> that I, experience alone that. made me just be like, all right, so we just gonna start all over. <laughs> and but yeah, be being resilient and just just knowing like, okay, this is not for me or this is for me. This is not for me or this is for me. I, I that's the battle that I have in my like that is the duality that I have in myself every day. This isn't for me or this is for me. And even if you have been going through, because I was leg deep, man, I was waist deep in that nursing like field situation. Like I really was. Um, <laughs> but shoot, after my sophomore year, I was like, I'm going to definitely declare a different major. I can't do this anymore because I literally felt myself slipping away. And mm. that bounce back from that and where I'm at currently, I feel like is just a blessing. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, <laughs> trust me, I feel that a hundred percent. I was, I, I, yeah, like literally, my story is the same with the major thing. I was, yeah, because like, you know when you with like going back to the foundation part, like you know my parents were like, yeah, you gotta be a doctor. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. You gotta be a plastic surgeon. Even now, like I have a whole degree. I have a I have a bachelor's of arts degree. My mom is like, "Oh, so are you gonna go back to school and be a plastic surgeon?" Um, when? What? Really? Yeah, like, girl, you're bugging. <laughs> yeah, like you nah, are bugging. Like, ain't no way I'm going back. Right. Ever. Like I already told myself, like, yo. I mean, I once I knew what I wanted to do, like, and once you once you find your place. And like where you feel fulfilled, it's like yeah, all of that sound don't don't yeah. sound good at all. And that's the thing that's what I'm saying that even saying that is a form of resilience, in my opinion, because it's like yeah, people are telling you uh, they're showing they're literally like my mom, like or my family would literally throw this other reality of me at my face every day, and I'm just like I've already moved from that, <laughs> but I'm not doing yeah. that anymore. Um, so yeah. <laughs> well that is uh yeah I, i'm sure a lot of people can relate to that um 
and hopefully they can take that and move forward in a in a more positive manner and a more constructive right way about themselves so I guess on to our final question. Um, is there anything you would like to say to anyone out there who wants to go far in life? Any piece of advice you could give them? Wow, I'm feeling very... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> um, my piece of advice... Um, my piece of advice would be that whoever you are, wherever you are, and whatever space you're in and whatever the reality is for you is to never give up on yourself and that the reminder that you know we gotta you know keep on talking about the fact that we're in a mother we're in a pandemic um don't (laughs) give up on yourself you know whatever your reality is especially if you are not happy happy with it is not going to um last forever uh, you have to keep manifesting and keep working towards whatever it is that you want to be and, sure. you know, to attain whatever it is that you want to attain. And everything is a journey. Everything is a process. So please, please, please don't be hard on yourself. And it's crazy that I'm even saying that. But, yeah, please don't be hard on yourself. Just remember that you have to sustain you first before anybody else and before anything else. And so if you're feeling like you're at a moment where you're at your wits end or you feeling very frustrated and you know things are not working out you know just take a step back breathe um and rationalize through those feelings you know we have to feel we have to remember that as human beings that we have to feel it doesn't make you less of a man or less of a woman if you you know take the time to actually feel with whatever it is that you're going through whatever your reality is um and at the end of the day you know we are all destined for greatness. You are destined for greatness and you should not ever sleep on that fact. So I think that that is my nice little short, sweet advice. Um, yeah. <laughs> for sure. Well, well, you guys heard it here. Um, I definitely want to just thank you for even coming on the platform. I know like, you know, you could have been, doing anything else you know you utilizing your time for anything else um and i'm sure a lot of other people listening to this will appreciate it as well um so definitely thank you fatima uh you could drop your social anywhere that people can follow you if you want to let them know or if you want them to tune into whatever you got going on um feel free to let them know what's up you can follow me on the gram and on twitter at ti m-a-a underscore j and that's the same for both um because i'm basic sometimes and i need to remember things <laughs> so <laughs> follow me on the gram and on twitter um i just you know post things about my life and it be you know something that might entertain you who knows <laughs> for sure for sure all right well you heard it here and remember with foundation awareness and resilience we can go far we'll see y'all next time yeah yeah be sure to subscribe to our podcast, subscribe to our YouTube channel at We Can Go Far and our Instagram at We Can Go Far. All one word. Help us continue to grow our platform by purchasing a hat from our website at www.wecangofar.com. Let this hat serve as a reminder to keep the mindset of going far with your goals and aspirations. I am your host, Chris Chandler. And remember, with foundation, awareness and resilience, we can go far. See you next time.